Welcome to WMFA, a podcast about why and how we write. I'm Courtney Ballastier, and on this week's mini-sode, I'm talking about isolation. I started WMFA for some kind of community. A virtual writer's colony, maybe. It's difficult, as writers, to make those real spaces. Our work is by definition solitary. If we're working from home or unaffiliated with universities or other organizations, it can be even harder. It can be easy, instead, to stay separate. We're already home, alone. We've already been in our own heads all day. Even when we're social, we're not necessarily social about our writing, this thing at the core of our identities. Our work is already so vulnerable. Must we be vulnerable about and outside it, too? You often hear people who struggle with anxiety, as I do, or depression, talk about feelings of separateness. This feeling like you're on one side of a bridge and on the other side is, well, everyone else. This is just the kind of gap that art can help us cross, and yet making art can feel even scarier when we also feel this separation. We can wonder... Who are we making art for? Who are we talking to? Is anyone going to listen? It can be very easy in those moments to decide that no one will listen, that there is no point. More than once I've walked into a bookstore and been overwhelmed by the sheer volume of books that already exist. WMFA is a community, but also it isn't, in the same way that Instagram or Twitter are communities but also are not. Digital and real communities are both wonderful, but they are different things, and digital communities can often make me feel more connected than I actually am. This weekend, as an experiment, I deleted Instagram and Twitter from my phone. I've been dealing with acute anxiety for a couple weeks now, and as I've had this near-constant companion, I'd notice my interaction with both apps shifting, from something fun to check in with to something hungrier, slightly desperate, slightly narcotic. What happened when I did that, of course, is that I was forced to be with myself, to remember how to be a person in the world, as opposed to a person online. It's hard to know how to be. It's hard to know how to take care of yourself, as a human, as an artist, who you are, what you want. We make art for these reasons, too. I guess what I mean is, there's vulnerability and then there's vulnerability. Social media tends to foster a kind of performative vulnerability. I'm not saying it's disingenuous. I don't think the risk of being seen is is really any less real. It's just more controlled, more curated. There's a way to be vulnerable in one regard and still keep yourself separate in another. The writer and actress Phoebe Waller-Bridge, creator of Fleabag, talked about this in an interview I just read, about how Fleabag is so open and conspiratorial with the audience about her sexuality as a means of hiding her pain. It's like a magic trick, a cruel one, to bear so much and still feel, at the end of it all, alone. I wonder how this idea translates to one's relationship with their creative work. I know that I can be vulnerable in the creation of work, but still keep myself isolated in the sharing of it. I'm sure the opposite can be true, too. Panic attacks are brought on by intense vulnerability. I heard this on a fictional show, something I binged this weekend while I wasn't on social media. But it was one of the truest statements I'd ever heard, like someone had just explained the secret of how my brain works to me. And even that moment was a connection, a way of feeling a little less isolated. Except, of course, I was literally alone. I don't think isolation is good for art. 
Solitude, yes. Quiet, sure. But not isolation, that feeling of being on the other side of the bridge, watching the bridge dissolve into the air. I say I don't think it's good because I'm sure there are some artists who are able to use these moods to feed their work or to use their work as salves for these moods, but I find anything like this too difficult. I can't make work when I feel isolated, the great irony being that it's the work that can help me connect, because I also feel disconnected from myself. Maybe that's true isolation, feeling separate from everything, even, especially, yourself. So I wonder, how can you make yourself feel a little less isolated today? How can you help someone else feel less isolated? How can we make these connections outside ourselves, especially when we are panicked or ashamed or afraid? For me, it's about trying to make even the tiniest bit of space, then trying to make that space a little bigger. To read one beautiful sentence. To revisit one beloved piece of wisdom. To make coffee and call a friend. To say, with as much presence as possible, something I am grateful for. Today, I found myself feeling grateful for our creative elders, for the very idea of them. All these people who have felt this way and worked through it and then given it a name so that I could say, oh, them too. That's always what I've come to books for, and maybe that's not the most noble reason, but it's the most honest one. To find, in words written by someone alone in a room somewhere, the moment where I could say, oh, them too. The WMFA logo was created by Unsold Studio, and our theme music is Jazz Dancer by Double Winter. Find them at doublewinter.bandcamp.com. WMFA is made in Pittsburgh by Courtney Ballastier, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>